and welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online here at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. When you get to the aforementioned website homepage, that's what that link takes you to, you'll find in turn two more links on that page. The first is our standard uh, podcast link. Uh, the way most people pick up their talk radio these days. Uh, and that will give you a version of the show you're listening to right now. But there's an alternative. Oh, indeed there is. The second link is what we call our radio loop. It is exactly as the name suggests. It's a version of this very show appearing or being run in a loop on a separate computer here in the studio, and you pick it up at whatever point it happens to be in the loop when you get there. And uh, so the experience is sort of a, uh, a, a digital copycat wannabe version of the old analog turning on the radio experience. But there are many people who like it that way, and we've had it that way for some time. And uh, we continue to give you the choice of uh, listening to us either way. One way or the other, we're glad to have you here on uh, this Friday the 13th. Not that that means a damn thing, but uh, it's just fun to say it. Uh, uh, after a certain period of life, when you've seen enough Friday the 13th and realize there just isn't a whole hell of a lot to them, at least you want to keep telling yourself that. Yeah, you could say it with some, uh, uh, with without fear of tridecophobia, uh, ex, you know, ex exerting some kind of force on your life. Uh, but it being a Friday, whatever the date is, uh, we are fortunate to have David Bach with us this morning. And in a little switch up to the way we normally do things on our Friday shows, David is joining us during our first segment this morning. So we get to dive in, and all of you who have been waiting to get your David fix, well, you're going to get it a little sooner than you expected. Lucky you, lucky all of us. I get to say, a lot sooner than I normally would. David, what's on your mind? Well, there's a lot going on. Uh, first, for those of you who were following me on Twitter at Faces Ideas, that account is permanently suspended, and um, you'll have to follow me on the new one, which is at Fresher Ideas New. Um, so, and at some point, I expect to be back streaming probably after the 30th when I start uh, my other job, and then I'll figure out my timing better. Um, but yeah, other than that, we have. Like uh, we have two big things in news. Well, we haven't talked since the new Congress took over, which is right. great. That's right, um, we have because we got four days of just absolute lunacy. Um, I do think, though, to some extent, this was slightly a misstep from the, the Democrats after like the first two days to yeah. not go to McCarthy and say, "Hey, look, we're going to help you get the speakership, but you have to like." marginalize these crazy people like you have to minimize them to every possible degree and we're going to give you like some stipulations otherwise they you know they didn't look like they were going to have it and it just made his job worse also it made it easier for these people to demand crazy stuff which 
for the party that's claimed to be transparent. We still do not know what the demands were that he made that were met in order for these people to flip sides yet. So we we just don't. There's apparently yeah. a three-page letter. There might not be a three-page letter. Um, it's it's well, relevant well, the, to the people that we know this because – the the rules the rules voting might have given some yeah. indication as to what they had in mind, but but yeah, true. We just don't have a we don't have a comprehensive notion of exactly everything that McCarthy gave away, and by every indication, a hell of a lot had to be given away. Although in the end, the crazy caucus basically voted present and not for McCarthy, just to go down on record as not being for McCarthy. Uh, I guess. It still got him the speakership. We still don't. So, like, look, the first thing we did, we understand, is that they um, they started passing a bunch of legislation. Now, to be clear, because they seem to not be aware of this, the things that they passed are not laws. Yeah. That's not how. The, odd, the, odd, the odds of them become. pass something, it goes to the Senate. Yeah. The, the odds of anything that they're going to pass so, becoming law are, are, are slim. Anything crazy, you know. Right. So at this point, just like it was in 2018 to 2020, it's a messaging bill. The message that they are sending is they're for the rich. The first thing they did was um, was try to defund the, uh, the, the IRS, and that would increase the deficit by, I think it's $114 billion dollars. Um, it's they they passed some like nonsense anti-abortion bill. They they gutted the ethics committee, which yeah. is especially telling since every day it turns out that George Santos made another lie. And look, I just hope he makes it through this con- the entirety of the Congress because it's objectively funny that every single day he's got a different lie, and it's just it's just like the perfect encapsulation of what they are right now. It's this goofy this goofy over the top blatant lying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, um, I, as of right now, it looks as though he's on a more serious. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like Santos wants to hang in there is what it looks like at the moment. But uh, I'm, I'm wondering how long that'll be. And if any of the actual criminal investigations relating to his misstatement of information in violation of, of federal uh, federal uh uh, law. Uh, once that sort of thing comes to light, there he may not have a choice about staying in Congress. But we'll see if if uh, any of that moves McCarthy. I I I would tend to agree with you that he, there's a good chance he'll be around for a while. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, also it's it's not like he's the only one under criminal investigation that could potentially flip this house. So there's that. Um, but talking about criminal investigation, let's talk about the thing that's just happened yesterday that's not the same so yeah. the last couple of days it it's been revealed that since november they have been finding some classified documents either in joe biden's house or his think tank or i think there was a third place but i'm not entirely clear if that existed um and that uh Maricon has has uh, appointed a special counsel now this makes people say, oh, he's just as bad as Donald Trump, or in the, the perfect set of hypocrisy, just say, oh, what he did is is unparalleled. Let, let's be very clear about this. We, there's still, first of all, there's still a lot we don't know. 
about how these documents got there, what which ones they are, what he was doing with them. Right. But the key thing to this is the reason that we know about this was the Biden people turned them over. The difference with Trump is he took them. They asked for them. He said no. He then gave some back. Then they knew he had more. They spent a year trying to get them back. He said no. They went in and took them. And he may still have more now. Yeah. Yeah. The Biden people found them, turned them over. Now, we're not sure how many there are. It appears, at least in the first place, there was 10. I don't think we have a number for the ones that were potentially in his house. Um, but we were still talking about thousands on Trump, and we're talking about uh, the the top clearance on those. We're not sure what's in the, the uh, Biden ones. Um, no. So these things are not the same. However, there is something... These two things can be true at once. These things cannot be the same. It's it's worth asking questions of how he got these and why he had them. And it is definitely about time that we have some type of legislation in order to backstop this. Some type of um, like sweep team that goes through all the, the documents that when a outgoing vice president or president um, is leaving in order to make sure this doesn't happen. Yeah, you you, you make because a, in all likelihood this is probably a thing that's happened to every president vice president. Yeah, that, you make a, an extremely good point. And and it tells me that that for all of the talk about how, you know, what a document, a secret document is supposed to be and where it should be and what the rules are concerning it and that yes, we deal with this and we take it very seriously. How is it that the controls could be this loose. And, and, and you've made a point that I, I, I think um, uh, should have been made earlier by a lot of people. Uh, this is most likely a situation that follows just about every other president. But it also points up the reality that so much of the way we do things and how presidents act and the results of their actions are more embedded in ethics and 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 uh, tradition and norms than in hard law that if broken is instantly going to cause a reaction on the part of the government we we have depended tremendously on the goodwill and the and the civic sense of our top leaders donald trump has shown us that that no longer can be the case one way or the other where this winds up with joe biden you know and let's be clear like in all likelihood uh assuming this wraps up pre-election which it should i can't imagine this will take more than a couple months because it doesn't it seems pretty cut and dry What will then happen is, um, in all likelihood, this will just be, this will be, uh, like, not a big deal. It's what will happen from that, especially if the special counsel, if this ends up being a nothing burger, is we will likely see multiple House investigations about this um, in order to make it something it's not. They're going to Benghazi this either way. if they're not going to Benghazi it, they're going to do it with uh, with the Hunter Biden Dick Pet Commission because that's the thing that they're all fighting for is to be on the Hunter Biden. Um, 
because that's they they they're gonna make this insane thing. So um, it's best the and the best answer for this is especially from the Biden the White House and the Biden campaign is just to say we're gonna let the uh, special counsel handle it. This under investigation, we're not gonna comment on it further because it's worth mentioning that the way that Trump responded to this this is literally the set of ways that he responded to it. Joe Biden would say it was planted by the FBI, which some Democrats are saying, which is just so asinine that it is it, it was asinine when Trump said it. It's asinine when they say it. It you sounds worse when the they say it. The same talking yeah. points that they said, unless you're doing it in sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just it, it's so to be clear, the only way that you do this is you do it in a list sarcastically. You say, okay, well, the FBI planted it, and if the FBI didn't plant it, then it was okay for me to take it because it was um, because it was declassified, even though there's no proof that I declassified it. And if there's no proof that I declassified it, either either Obama or, or Biden, depending on when they did it, mentally declassified it and didn't tell anybody. <laughs> and then if that's not true, um, it's not a big deal that they were taken; they were his anyway. Just you just go down the list. It, you just respond with their say talk points. They say those are all asked. And I was like, yes. Now you agree that. They're asking when Trump said them. These are not the same arguments because it comes down to the fact like this is basically I saw a really good analogy for this. It's um, one of them is you're you're in a grocery store and you shoplift by accident. Um, In Biden's case, somebody calls him out on it and he realizes he does it and he goes and turns it. In Trump's case, he does it. They tell him that he says, no, I didn't make a whole bunch of excuses and then runs off into the parking lot, like whatever it's on. Yeah, like these are not equivalent. It is a problem. It is clearly an unforced error, but it is not the same. Well, but but here here's here's the point I would make on that also. No matter how good a set of analogies you come, that that was that's an excellent analogy. But who is going to hear it? Even if Democrats begin saying it on a regular basis, the reality is that within the way people are siloing and getting their information, the odds are that they're not really, even if they were to actually hear the words that you just said and and some thoughtful Democrat comes out and says those words, the reality is that they're ultimately only going to trust those sources of information that will not play that particular sound clip often enough from any thoughtful Democrat that would basically say, oh, look at how perfect the difference is. So it's great that you're putting that point across, but I'm not sure that in, in, in practical terms it would make that much difference, even if Democrats collectively started making that sarcastic uh, kind of a comparison. I, I don't know. Your thoughts? Just keep repeating it. Just yeah. keep repeating the difference. Yeah. Just and then say that's that's all we're gonna say about it. Don't 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 exacerbate on it. Just repeat the difference and move on. Because it's there's enough goofy stuff to talk about that you don't need to, to bend it. Yeah. Currently, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much you're following this. There's two separate dumbass culture wars going on. One of the people on some committee looked into it and said, "Hey, maybe we should start banning." Uh, gas stoves is they they were looking at data that says that the gas stoves are uh, are are unhealthy for people the, the the fumes and stuff cause problems 
and they're going to start phasing them out. Or this was a suggestion by a single person on the floor. Yeah, this yeah, is not a, yeah. This is this is not like Joe Biden is banning your meat, Joe Biden is, or whatever the the the, the latest ridiculous thing that they declare. This is not a policy. This is somebody's suggestion, my understanding. Right. So to be clear, it's probably a better idea and healthier to do that anyway. Obviously, we do not have everyone does not have access to an electric stove. There are issues with that because you'll, um, you know, when power goes out, there are this is a there are more things to think about. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all freaking out about this anyway. They're getting mad at M&M's because M&M's made an all-female bag. But then again, we are still talking about M&M's, which is a candy. It is very weird that you are going to put uh, sexual feelings into a candy. And again, if you have these feelings, this counteracts your idea that a woman is a woman is a woman. Because how could a woman be a woman if an M&M is a woman? Is a woman an M&M? <laughs> like, this is the type of nonsense that they put out. There. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but the so, Biden administration but, did react to the like, gas thing. Like this is wrong. The but Biden did react to the gas situation, or his administration. Somebody, some spokesman, did respond to this. It's here's the 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 the, the end of all of this. We're in for two very funny and stupid years. Yeah. Um, hmm. There's going to be a lot of like really dumb things that are said and happen. There, are also going to be funny, but there's going to be a lot of it. We're going to see a lot of like blowing things out of proportion that either are true or, uh, or didn't happen or are miscommunications about things. And it's going to require a better understanding of how to respond to these things simply than being like, look, we're worried about it. Most of the responses can simply be, we're focused on helping the American people. This is not helping the American people. We're going to um, keep doing that job, and it is worth for the American people to see the comparison. They should understand that, uh, like, like this is, like, basically, this is any single thing the Biden administration does, they have to fight against it. So, like, if they came out and said smoking is bad, you're going to see these knuckleheads say, you know what, I smoked 14 gallons of, of cigarettes this weekend, and it's my god it's my god given right to give me and everyone around me uh yeah. lung cancer. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just nonsense. They they're all clouds. They ran on these they ran on certain things and they have not done anything. It's worth mentioning that hey, they ran on running inflation. So far they've done nothing about it. Inflation is coming down as it has been for months. Um we're still waiting for them to lower gas prices, which is a thing that's sort of happened. We're still waiting for them to I, I imagine they're they're going to do their their uh, their border thing, and then their response is going to be build the wall or force people or expand the forty two. I don't know. They don't have an actual policy plan. No, they and don't. They mentioned no. like, hey, yeah, what's going on there is 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 a lot, and we ought to do something about it. Like, have a comprehensive immigration plan. It's very easy, and this was done pretty well during the speaker vote. Every time they they nominated Hakeem Jeffries. <laughs> They talked about the policies, and yeah. that's what we talked about. Now, yeah. it does appear that there will be one good thing. One of the good things is that there looks to be about a uh, – they, they may be able to make a military – a cut to the defense spending, which is good. I'm for that. The uh, the defense spending could be cut. I think it's at least $200 billion they can't keep track of, which means that they can just cut it. Um, that, you know, good things are good when they happen. 
Now, if they offset it by, you know, cutting Medicare and Social Security, which is worth talking about all the time that they could do that, that's not good. But, you know, you still got to give credit just because they just because uh, the worst people, you know, say the right thing or correct occasionally it doesn't mean that they're you can just ignore it because they're bad people. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing the right thing for the wrong reason. Yeah. Well, okay, David, uh, like I say, we, we, we switched this around a bit just to kind of get uh, to get a feel of you, what, what it feels like to have you in the first segment for a change to start the show off. Uh, now our listeners know they've gotten their dose of David a little bit earlier than expected. And uh, that doesn't uh, change the fact that as we end this segment, we do what we always do at the end of one of our segments. Uh, besides, first of all, asking you once again, repeat what you said earlier about people listening to you and where they could listen to you. I realize you're in the middle of a situation. Could you clarify that again? Yeah, so you can still uh, you can still find me at some point soon at twitch.tv slash ideas. But I have a different Twitter account because my last one was permanently suspended because apparently I harass people too much. Um, and it's uh, at Fresher Ideas New. Huh. huh. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see you as a harasser, but uh, that's interesting. I... <laughs> I, I, it, it, there's a whole other conversation about the people who are currently on Twitter versus the fact that I was suspended when there's like – it. It's just so nonsense. Wow, uh, that's I, yeah. I'm sure we could have we could have a whole show just on that alone, and and get and 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 parallel over to the whole world of the mind of Eli Musk. But that'll be for another time. Meanwhile, just at the end of this segment, uh, I thank you once again for being with us on a Friday, and uh, to just sort of wrap up uh, your thoughts. Uh, Everybody sit back and uh, enjoy a little more jazz.
This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Think of it this way. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can. On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, whatever you can contribute to make center-left radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident and as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Center Left Radio, thank you. You've been listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. Getting both Biden and Trump painted with the same prosecutorial brush, as it were, for holding documents has a weird silver lining for the Democrats. Yes, it's it's a tit-for-tat as far as the Republicans are concerned. When, when the whole thing is said and done, it will show the profound differences in the two cases and make the indictment of Trump all the more compelling.